The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. And so we begin again. It's Monday. Good morning. I'm Paul Sadek. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Today is Monday, September 4th, 2023, Monday of the 22nd week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's liturgical year A, cycle 1. Monday is a day to pray the joyful mysteries of the Rosary. And our saint today is Saint Rosalia, daughter of Cinnabog, Lord of Roses and Quisquina. She was a descendant of the great Charlemagne. She was born at Palermo in Sicily, In her youth, her heart turned from earthly vanities to God. She left her home and took up her abode in a cave. On the walls of the cave, she wrote, I, Rosalia, daughter of Cinnabald, Lord of Roses and Quisquina, have taken the resolution to live in this cave for the love of my Lord Jesus Christ. She remained there entirely hidden from the world. She lived in constant communion with God Afterward, she transferred her abode to Mount Pellegrino, about three miles from Palermo. She is said to have appeared after death and to have revealed that she spent several years in a little excavation near the grotto. She died in 1160. Her body was discovered several centuries later, in 1625, during the pontificate of Pope Urban VIII. Saint Rosalia, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. Most Holy Trinity, one God in three persons, I firmly believe that you are here present. I adore you with the most profound humility. I praise you and give you thanks with all my heart for the favors you have bestowed on me. Your goodness has brought me safely to the beginning of this day. Behold, O Lord, I offer you my whole being, and in particular all my thoughts, words, and actions together with such crosses and contradictions as I may meet with in the course of this day. Give them, O Lord, your blessing. May your divine love animate them, and may they tend to the greater honor and glory of your sovereign majesty. Amen. And with Pope Francis, we pray for those persons living on the margins of society in inhumane conditions. May they not be overlooked by institutions and never considered of lesser importance. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the Gospel of the Day prepared by Catholic priests. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask you for pardon of my sins and grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Mother Immaculate, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. Well, we could begin our prayer by situating ourselves in that large upper room, ready and furnished, which you, Lord Jesus, had prepared in advance for the celebration of the Last Supper. There we are, it's evening time. We've come together to be with you. Um, We're looking forward to this gathering with you. Little do we, the apostles, know that this is to be 
the last supper. For you, Lord, surely it's an occasion of tremendous joy as you celebrate the Eucharist for the first time, as you leave us your very self, as you ordain your first priests, so as to assure your Eucharistic presence until the end of time, as you promise the Holy Spirit, as you speak about the new commandment of love. It's a a celebration which is full of joy. It's also an unutterably sad occasion, we would have to say, because one of us is going to betray you. And Lord, you know that. You know the heart of that person even better than he himself does. So the Last Supper, which figures in today's Gospel, is an incredibly intimate um, occasion, absolutely momentous. And it's not surprising that the Lord opens his heart in a way he hasn't really done before. And he tells us things that we treasure forever, that the Church treasures forever, words that we never really want to forget. And not surprisingly, Lord, you address death. You're about to go to your death the following day on Calvary. And in a very loving way, you prepare us, your disciples, by saying, do not let your hearts be troubled. Have faith in God. Have faith also in me. In my Father's house, there are many dwelling places. If there were not, Would I have told you that I am going to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back again and take you to myself, so that where I am, you also may be. Very loving words, very full of friendship, of of care, looking after us. But at the same time, a bit mysterious. And we can kind of empathize and understand Thomas, who says, Master, we do not know where you are going. How can we know the way? Thomas, who sometimes is called the good-natured rationalist because he's slow to believe. He wants things to be clear, like, Lord, is the case also often with myself, with us. How can we know the way? Thomas says. Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Lord Jesus, you are the way. You are the truth. You are the life. So in preparing for my own death, which will inevitably come, it's good that we pray for the gift of a long life, but one day will be our last day, that's for sure. We remember straight off that you are the way to God. You are the truth, which will be revealed at the moment of our judgment. And you are the life. You are the heaven, the eternal life, the fullness of joy and love for which we We are absolutely made. So yes, when Jesus tells us, when you tell us, Lord, that you are the way, the truth and the life, you're preparing us for life and for death. But also you're helping us now because so often we have to make decisions, discern your will, um, and it's not always that clear. And maybe it can help us in this regard to, to think about the fact that you are the way the truth and the life. As we do our prayer here together, maybe we can think, well, are there some things that are maybe a bit hard to make decisions about at the moment in my life? What step should I take next in my life Uh, or in my profession or in my family or in this relationship or in that friendship? What does our Lord want of me in this situation or in that situation? 
haven't you, like me, haven't you got certain things on your mind that you don't really know the answer to, that you're trying to navigate your way, but it's really not all that clear. Maybe things to do with work or family or, or our own personal life, even our interior life or our spiritual life. Now, in these quandaries, in these difficult questions, we're not alone. We're not at sea. We're not abandoned to a blind sort of fate. We are in God's hands, and God's hands are always good hands. There's always that immense safety net below us of the love of God. But also, in the process of trying to discover the divine will, or what is the best thing to do in a given situation, we have the key, and the key is a person with a capital P, Christ, who is the way, the truth, and the life. Look to our Lord, look to our Lord. I remember a few years ago hiking in the Pyrenees. It was very hot, very hot. And we were climbing up the side of a mountain called uh, Monte Perdido, or the Lost Mountain. And as we went up the mountain, it was, as I say, very hot. And we, we brought the minimal amount of covering for ourselves. And we thought that maybe we would camp somewhere on the top of the mountain and come down the following day. But Truth to be told, we didn't really know where we were going or what we were doing. Uh, we kind of had launched out on this excursion with maybe not enough preparation. Uh, and as we climbed and climbed and as the day went on, we, we, we sweated, we got hot and we enjoyed the heat. And, and then things began to get a little bit cooler. The evening became a little bit darker and we had to keep going. There was a point of no return, really. And, and things got markedly cooler. And at a certain point, we found ourselves walking on ice and frost and snow. And then we were stuck because we couldn't go back. It was nighttime. We hadn't really known where we were going. And the result was that we had to camp out with no tents, really, on the side of Monte Perdido, the last mountain. We were the ones who were perdidos. We were the last ones, really. I think it was the worst night of my life, to be honest. It was so cold, so cold. And really, it was all because we, we didn't know our way. We didn't know really what we were doing or where we were going to go. Um, well, sometimes we can be like that spiritually, feel a bit lost, disconcerted. Or maybe we have friends who are going through a period like that who, who feel really lost at sea. Well, we are never alone, and in fact, we are never really lost if we go to Jesus, if we look to Christ, if we welcome his friendship. St. Josemaria at times used to say, when he was about to begin a job or an activity or deal with a particular thing, he would say, Lord, let's do this thing between the two of us now. Let's do this thing between the two of us. And maybe that quandary, maybe that thing that's on your mind or my mind, how to deal with this person or this situation or this problem or whatever, this unknown. Well, maybe we can say to the Lord now in the intimacy of our own prayer, Lord, let's do this between the two of us. It doesn't mean we're always going to get a black and white answer, but we certainly won't go wrong if we do things with the Lord. Lord Jesus, you are the way, the truth and the life. Mary and Joseph, increase my faith in Christ. I give you thanks, my God, for the good resolutions, affections and inspirations you have communicated to me 
in this time of prayer. I ask you for help to put them into effect. My Mother Immaculate, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. And you'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. This liturgical day begins in just a few minutes on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Monday, September 4th, 2023. I'm Paul Sadek. We join the whole church in prayer now. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips. And and my my mouth will will proclaim proclaim your praise. Come, let us sing joyful songs to the Lord. Come, let us sing joyful songs to the Lord. The Lord's is the earth and its fullness, the world and all its peoples. It is he who set it on the seas, on the waters he made it firm. Come, let us sing joyful songs to the Lord. Who shall climb the mountain of the Lord? Who shall stand in his holy place? The man with clean hands and pure heart, who desires not worthless things, who has not sworn so as to deceive his neighbor. Come, let us sing joyful songs to the Lord. He shall receive blessings from the Lord and reward from the God who saves him. Such are the men who seek him. Seek the face of the God of Jacob. Come, let us sing joyful songs to the Lord. O gates, lift high your heads, grow higher ancient doors. Let him enter, the King of glory. Come, let us sing joyful songs to the Lord. Who is the King of glory? The Lord, the mighty, the valiant. The Lord, the valiant in war. Come, let us sing joyful songs to the Lord. O gates, lift high your heads, grow higher ancient doors. Let him enter, the King of glory. Come, let us sing joyful songs to the Lord. Who is he, the King of glory? He, the Lord of armies, he is the King of glory. Come, let us sing joyful songs to the Lord. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us sing joyful songs to the Lord.
Bow down and hear me, Lord. Come to my rescue. Bow Bow down and and hear me, Lord. Come to my rescue. In you, O Lord, I take refuge. Let me never be put to shame. In your justice, set me free. Hear me and speedily rescue me. Be a rock of refuge for me, a mighty stronghold to save me. For you are my rock, my stronghold. For your name's sake, lead me and guide me. Release me from the snares they have hidden, for you are my refuge, Lord. Into your hands I commend my spirit. It is you who will redeem me, Lord. O God of truth, you detest those who worship false and empty gods. As for me, I trust in the Lord. Let me be glad and rejoice in your love. You who have seen my affliction and taken heed of my soul's distress have not handed me over to the enemy, but set my feet at large. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Bow down down and hear me, Lord. Come Come to my rescue. Lord, let the light of your countenance shine on your servant. Lord, let the light of your countenance shine on your servant. Have mercy on me, O Lord, for I am in distress. Tears have wasted my eyes, my throat, and my heart, for my life is spent with sorrow and my years with sighs. Affliction has broken down my strength and my bones waste away. In the face of all my foes, I am a reproach, an object of scorn to my neighbors and of fear to my friends. Those who see me in the street run far away from me. I am like a dead man, forgotten, like a thing thrown away. I have heard the slander of the crowd. Fear is all around me as they plot together against me, as they plan to take my life. But as for me, I trust in you, Lord. I say, you are my God. My life is in your hands. Deliver me from the hands of those who hate me. Let your face shine on your servant. Save me in your love. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Lord, let the light of your countenance shine on your servant. Blessed be the Lord, for he has poured out his mercy upon me. Blessed be the Lord, for he has poured out his mercy upon me. How great is the goodness, Lord, that you keep for those who fear you, that you show to those who trust you in the sight of men. You hide them in the shelter of your presence from the plotting of men. You keep them safe within your tent from disputing tongues. Blessed be the Lord, who has shown me the wonders of his love in a fortified city. I am far removed from your sight, I said in my alarm. Yet you heard the voice of my plea when I cried for help. Love the Lord, all you saints. He guards his faithful, but the Lord will repay to the full 
those who act with pride. Be strong. Let your heart take courage, all who hope in the Lord. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. God of kindness and truth, you saved your chosen one, Jesus Christ, and you gave your martyr strength. Watch over your people who come to you here and strengthen the hearts of those who hope in you, that they may proclaim your saving acts of kindness in the eternal city. Blessed be the Lord, for he has poured out his mercy upon me. Guide me in the way of your truth and teach me, for you are my saving God. From the book of the prophet Jeremiah. Thus said the Lord, Go, buy a potter's earthen flask. Take along some of the elders of the people and of the priests, and go out toward the valley of Ben-Hinnom at the entrance of the potsherd gate. There proclaim the words which I will speak to you. Listen to the word of the Lord, kings of Judah and citizens of Jerusalem. Thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, I am going to bring such evil upon this place that all who hear of it will feel their ears tingle. This is because they have forsaken me and alienated this place by burning it, by burning in it incense to strange gods, which neither they nor their fathers knew. And the kings of Judah have filled this place with the blood of the innocent. They have built high places for Baal to immolate their sons in fire as holocausts to Baal, such a thing as I neither commanded nor spoke of nor did it ever enter my mind. And you shall break the flask in the sight of the men who went with you and say to them, Thus says the Lord of hosts, Thus will I smash this people and this city, as one smashes a clay pot so that it cannot be repaired. And Topheth shall be a burial place, for lack of place to bury elsewhere. Thus I will do to this place and to its inhabitants, says the Lord. I will make this city like Topheth, and the houses of Jerusalem and the palaces of the kings of Judah shall be defiled like the place of Topheth, all the houses upon whose roofs they burnt incense to the whole host of heaven and poured out libations to strange gods. When Jeremiah returned from Topheth, where the Lord had sent him to prophecy. He stood in the court of the house of God and said to all the people, Thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, I will surely bring upon this city all the evil with which I threatened it, because they have stiffened their necks and have not obeyed my words. Jeremiah was heard prophesying these things by the priest Pasher, son of Immer, chief officer in the house of the Lord. So he had the prophet scourged and placed in the stocks at the upper gate of Benjamin in the house of the Lord. The next morning, after Pasher had released Jeremiah from the stocks, the prophet said to him, Instead of Pasher, the Lord will name you Terror on Every Side. For thus says the Lord, Indeed, I will deliver you to terror, you and all your friends. Your own eyes shall see them fall by the sword of their enemies. 
all Judah I will deliver to the king of Babylon, who shall take them captive to Babylon or slay them with the sword. All the wealth of this city, all it has toiled for and holds dear, all the treasures of the kings of Judah I will give as plunder into the hands of their foes, who shall seize it and carry it away to Babylon. You, Pasher, and all the members of your household shall go into exile. To Babylon you shall go, you and all your friends. There you shall die and be buried, because you have prophesied lies to them. The Word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to God. God. Jerusalem, you kill the prophets and stone those who are sent to you. How How often often have have I longed longed to gather your children together, as a hen draws her brood beneath her wings, but you refused me. You have stubbornly turned your heads so that you would not hear my words. How often have I longed to gather your children together, as a hen draws her brood beneath her wings, but you refused me. A reading from The Imitation of Christ. My son, says the Lord, listen to my words, the most delightful of all words, surpassing all knowledge of the philosophers and wise men of this world. My words are spirit and life, and cannot be comprehended by human senses alone. They are not to be interpreted according to the vain pleasure of the listener, but they must be listened to in silence and received with all humility and great affection. And I said, Blessed is the man whom you teach, Lord, and whom you instruct in your law. For him you soften the blow of the evil day, and you do not desert him on the earth. The Lord says, I have instructed my prophets from the beginning, and even to the present time I have not stopped speaking to all men, but many are deaf and obstinate in response. Many hear the world more easily than they hear God. They follow the desires of the flesh more readily than the pleasure of God. The world promises rewards that are temporal and insignificant, and these are pursued with great longing. I promise rewards that are eternal and unsurpassable, yet the hearts of mortals respond sluggishly. Who serves and obeys me in all matters with as much care as the world and its princes are served? Blush, then, you lazy, complaining servant, for men are better prepared for the works of death than you are for the works of life. They take more joy in vanity than you in truth. Yet they are often deceived in their hope, while my promise deceives no one, and leaves empty-handed no one who confides in me. What I have promised, I shall give. What I have said, I will fulfill for any man who remains faithful in my love unto the very end. I am the rewarder of all good men, the one who rigorously tests the devoted. Write my words in your heart, and study them diligently, for they will be absolutely necessary in the time of temptation. Whatever you fail to understand in reading my words will become clear to you on the day of your visitation. I am accustomed to visit my elect in a double fashion, that is, with temptation and with consolation. And I read to them two lessons each day, one to rebuke them for their faults, the other to exhort them to increase their virtue. He who possesses my words yet spurns them earns his own judgment on the last day. My son, surrender your heart to me and keep your eyes on my footsteps. Then Then I I will place place a crown of grace on your head. My son, open your heart to my wisdom. Listen to what I say. Then Then I will will place place a crown of grace on your head. Almighty God, every good thing comes from you. Fill our hearts with love for you. 
Increase our faith, and by your constant care, protect the good you you have given us. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. Amen. The Lord finds that the hometown crowd can be a tough crowd. It's coming up in today's Gospel in just a few minutes on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Welcome back to Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. I'm Paul Sadek. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, the Lord teaches in the synagogue in his hometown of Nazareth. And the people there say, wait a minute, we know this guy. Where did all this come from? It's from the fourth chapter of the Gospel of Luke. And he came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up. And he went to the synagogue, as his custom was on the Sabbath day. He stood up to read, and there was given to him the book of the prophet Isaiah. He opened the book and found the place where it was written, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he has anointed me to preach good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim release to the captives and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. And he closed the book and gave it back to the attendant and sat down. And the eyes of all in the synagogue were fixed on him. Today, this scripture has been fulfilled in your hearing. And all spoke well of him, and wondered at the gracious words which proceeded out of his mouth. Is not this Joseph's son? Doubtless you will quote to me this proverb. Physician, heal yourself. What we have heard you did at Capernaum, do here also in your own country. Truly, I say to you, No prophet is acceptable in his own country. But in truth, I tell you, there were many widows in Israel in the days of Elijah, when the heaven was shut up three years and six months, when there came a great famine over all the land, and Elijah was sent to none of them but only to Zarephath in the land of Sidon, to a woman who was a widow. And there were many lepers in Israel in the time of the prophet Elisha, and none of them was cleansed, but only Naaman the Syrian. When they heard this, all in the synagogue were filled with wrath, and they rose up and put him out of the city, and led him to the brow of the hill on which their city was built, that they might throw him down headlong. But... Passing through the midst of them, he went away. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. It's important that we do our best to imitate the mercy and compassion of Christ. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 4, Ordinary Time. 
Imitating Jesus and his merciful compassion for those in need can often mean giving support and company to the lonely, to the sick, to people who suffer a shameful or hard-faced poverty. We try to share their pain and help them sanctify it, as well as trying to remedy their situation as far as we can. Think of how consoling it can be for such a person to have a spell of company made possible perhaps by sacrificing a bit of free time we may have been looking forward to enjoying. Our simple and friendly conversation with some sick or old person which should never lack a certain supernatural tone, some uplifting news about the apostolate maybe, leaves them with a little more faith and confidence in God. Tactfully and helpfully, we can offer them some little service, making their bed perhaps, or reading them part of some agreeable or possibly even amusing spiritual book. Every day it is getting more and more necessary to ask God to give us a merciful heart towards all, because as society becomes more dehumanized, men's hearts are becoming harder and more insensitive. Justice is a fundamental virtue, it is true. But justice of itself is not enough. Charity is needed, too. No matter how much social legislation and working conditions improve, men will always need the warmth of a human heart, fraternal and friendly, which is able to identify with those situations that justice alone cannot remedy, because Christian charity cannot be limited to giving things or money to the needy. It seeks above all to respect and understand each person for what he is in his intrinsic dignity as a man and a child of God. Mercy should cause us to forgive promptly and from the heart, even though the other party isn't sorry for what has happened or rebuffs our attempts to make up. The Christian cannot harbor any resentment in his heart. He is not at loggerheads with anybody. We have to love also those who are unhappy through their own fault or even through their own evil actions. The only question God asks us is if that person is unhappy, if he is suffering, because that is enough to make him worth your interest. Try, of course, to protect him from his evil passions. But the moment he suffers, be merciful. You shall love your neighbor, not when he deserves it, but because he is your neighbor. God asks us to be compassionate in all situations in life. When we are called upon to judge our neighbor, we have to do so from the most favorable angle. Even though you see something very bad about your neighbor, says St. Bernard, don't jump immediately to conclusions, but rather make excuses for him interiorly. Excuse his intention if you cannot excuse his action. Think that he may have acted out of ignorance or by surprise or accidentally. If the thing is so blatant that it cannot be denied, even so, believe it to be so. And say inwardly, the temptation must have been very strong. We frequently have to remember that if we are merciful, we will obtain from God that mercy which we need so much ourselves particularly for those weaknesses, errors, and failings that he understands so well. That confidence in God's infinite compassion will cause us to remain always very close to him. Our Lady, Queen and Mother of Mercy will give us a heart capable of genuine compassion on all who suffer at our side.
In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. We join the whole church in prayer once again. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. come to the end of my pilgrimage and enter the presence of God? When will I come to the end of my pilgrimage and enter the presence of God? Like the deer that yearns for running streams, so my soul is yearning for you, my God. My soul is thirsting for God, the God of my life. When can I enter and see the face of God? My tears have become my bread, by night, by day, as I hear it said all the day long, Where is your God? These things will I remember as I pour out my soul, how I would lead the rejoicing crowd into the house of God, amid cries of gladness and thanksgiving, the throng wild with joy. Why are you cast down, my soul? Why groan within me? Hope in God, I will praise him still, my Savior and my God. My soul is cast down within me as I think of you, from the country of Jordan and Mount Hermon, from the hill of Mizar. Deep is calling on deep, in the roar of waters. Your torrents and all your waves swept over me. By day the Lord will send his loving kindness, by night... I will sing to him, praise the God of my life. I will say to God, my rock, Why have you forgotten me? Why do I go mourning, oppressed by the foe? With cries that pierce me to the heart, my enemies revile me, saying to me all the day long, Where is your God? Why are you cast down, my soul? Why groan within me? Hope in God, I will praise him still, my Savior and my God. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. 
let us pray. Father in heaven, when your strength takes possession of us, we no longer say, Why are you cast down, my soul? So now that the surging waves of your indignation have passed over us, let us feel the healing calm of your forgiveness. Inspire us to yearn for you always, like the deer for running streams, until you satisfy every longing in heaven. When will I come to the end of my pilgrimage and enter the presence of God? Lord, show us the radiance of your mercy. Lord, show us the radiance of your mercy. Come to our aid, O God of the universe, and put all the nations in dread of you. Raise your hand against the heathen, that they may realize your power. As you have used us to show them your holiness, so now use them to show us your glory. Thus they will know, as we know, that there is no God but you. Give new signs and work new wonders. Show forth the splendor of your right hand and arm. Gather all the tribes of Jacob, that they may inherit the land as of old. Show mercy to the people called by your name, Israel, whom you named your firstborn. Take pity on your holy city, Jerusalem, your dwelling place. Fill Zion with your majesty, your temple with your glory. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As, As it, it was, was in the, the beginning, beginning, is now, now and, and will, will be, be forever. forever. Amen. Lord, show, show us the radiance of your mercy. The vaults of heaven ring with your praise, O Lord. The vaults of heaven ring with your praise, O Lord. The heavens proclaim the glory of God, and the firmament shows forth the work of his hands. Day unto day takes up the story, and night unto night makes known the message. No speech, no word, no voice is heard. Yet their span extends through all the earth, their words to the utmost bounds of the world. There he has placed a tent for the sun. It comes forth like a bridegroom coming from his tent, rejoices like a champion to run its course. At the end of the sky is the rising of the sun. To the furthest end of the sky is its course. There is nothing concealed. From its burning heat. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it, As it was, was in the beginning, beginning is, is now, now and, and will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. To enlighten the world, Father, you sent to us your word as the Son of Truth and justice shining upon mankind. Illumine our eyes that we may discern your glory in the many works of your hands. The, the vaults of heaven ring with your praise, O Lord. A reading from the book of Jeremiah. When I found your words, 
I devoured them. They became my joy and the happiness of my heart, because I bore your name, O Lord God of hosts. The Word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to God. God. Sing for joy, God's chosen ones. Give him the praise that is due. Sing for joy, God's chosen ones. Give him the praise that is due. Sing a new song to the Lord. Give him the praise that is due. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. Sing for joy, God's chosen ones. Give him the praise that is due. Blessed be the Lord, for he has come to his people and set them free. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. Blessed be the Lord, for he has come to his people and set them free. Let us pray. Our Savior has made us a nation of priests to offer acceptable sacrifice to the Father. Let us call upon him in gratitude. Preserve us in your ministry, Lord. Preserve us in your ministry, Lord. Christ, eternal priest, you conferred the holy priesthood on your people. Grant that we may offer spiritual sacrifices acceptable to the Father. Preserve us in your ministry, Lord. In your goodness, pour out on us the fruits of your Spirit. Patience, kindness, and gentleness. Preserve us in your ministry, Lord. May we love you and possess you, for you are love. And may every action of our lives praise you. Preserve Preserve us in your ministry, Lord. May we seek those things which are beneficial to our brothers without counting the cost. To help them on the way to salvation. Preserve Preserve us in your ministry, Lord. Let us make our prayers and praise complete. Now let us offer together the prayer our Lord Jesus Christ taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, 
and, and forgive us our trespasses, as, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Almighty Father, you have brought us to the light of a new day. Keep us safe the whole day through from every sinful inclination. May all our thoughts, words, and actions aim at doing what is pleasing in your sight. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Morning Air is coming right up with John and Glenn, Patrick Madrid a bit later on. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central, or on the Relevant Radio app. You go out and make this a great day and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.